Find the people that are doing what it is you want to do and study them, take notes on them. Uh, that's, it took me about two and a half months to really do that and then figure out your offer. Find an irresistible, simplified offer. Welcome to High Level Hot Takes. My name is Matt Ticino, and if you are a high leveler looking for ways to take advantage of this amazing tool and hear about cool case studies of how it's being used, you are in the right place. If you're looking for more tips and tricks and all things high level, check out howtohighlevel.com after the show. Welcome back. We're doing another High Level Hot Take, and I'm here with Matthew Elmer. Thanks for sitting down with me. Yeah, thanks for uh, your time. Man. Yeah, love you're it. the expert. <laughs> Hardly. We're we're out. We're all out here learning together. After all that feature releases, like we're all learning. Yeah. Um, well, for folks who don't know, give us a little background, one minute story. How how did you find High Level? What are you doing with it now? Yeah, I uh, took my last company, Inc. Five Thousand, watched it fall apart. Uh, didn't build reoccurring revenue. Said uh, the next business I build need that needs to have re reoccurring revenue. And uh, thought about building a software company. Didn't know how I'd do it. I've always uh, been interested in tech, but never done it. So I've uh, uh, been building on Kajabi for a year, 12 years. Mm -hmm. Love Kajabi. And a uh, buddy of mine sat down, said, hey, take a look at this. And I said, uh, okay, I'm going to make a move. So. That's awesome. How, how long ago was that? About seven months ago. Seven months ago. Okay. Yeah. What's the journey been like? First three months was, you know, just uh, trying to get my head around how automations work here versus Kajabi and some of the other softwares that I've been familiar with. Um, last company, we had ClickFunnels. We had FusionSoft. We had you know, all the, that whole tech suite. And so uh, just trying to understand the differences between what I understood there versus here. And uh, I had an MMA business that I was helping run, so we used it there. Uh, went from seven clients a month to 20 clients a month to 27 clients a month, just systemizing, no ads. Yeah. And uh, at that point I was like, okay, this, this can really make a difference for a lot of companies. Didn't have a real great plan, so I just uh, started cold calling. Hired a VA to sort through some lists that I, I can't remember what list source I used, but bought, bought a list, sold my first client of 5,000 down and 500 a month. Said this works, <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, since then, I've signed up about um, done about seventy thousand dollars in revenue, and we've got about uh, thirteen thousand dollars in reoccurring revenue for the next six months on some consultation and buildouts, uh, and uh, and about five thousand dollars in reoccurring after that in the software as a service beyond that. Yeah, it's fabulous. So it makes all the difference. The yeah. recurring revenue. Yeah, that's that's the that was the original goal and that's feeling really good now. Yeah. So to somebody else starting out brand new, what, what what tips would you tell them if they're starting out? Um well I would just say dive into all the great content that go high level and, and actually I've watched some of your stuff on YouTube. I mean th there's so many great people that understand this game, have a different look at it, figure out what your parameters are. I did not want to be an ads guy. Mm -hmm. And so if that's not, you know, figure out what your parameters are, get rid of those, find the people that are doing what it is you want to do and study them, take notes on them. Uh, that's It took me about two and a half months to really do that and then figure out your offer. Find an irresistible, simplified offer mm -hmm. with maybe three key elements. Once you've got your three key elements, build a... I mean, as Alex Hermosi, build something so good that people feel stupid saying no. Add a drop down to the offer. So I offer 8800 a month. If you sign up in the next 48 hours, it's 5500 a month. I also have another option that's a 2000 and uh, 297 a month. I do the same thing. It's 297 or, or 2997 and 497 a month, I drop it down. So I figure out which one they want, and then I give them that... Uh, drop down for just the one that they say they want yeah so that's that's been working for me that's fabulous so. well uh, uh honestly that was well said I, I think that's 
Well, that, that was good. Anybody who's new, that's exactly <laughs> what you got to do. Figure out the parameters, figure out how the method methodology you want to do with it. That's a super helpful tip for anybody starting off in sales is everything's in comparison to what? And if you don't give them something to compare it to, then, yeah. then you don't... You, you're losing control. They might be saying this is incredibly expensive because they're saying whatever your price is in contrast to Chipotle. Yeah. And so now if you've got, I've got my higher, I've got my lower. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is like critical because uh, in that sales pitch, uh, it's it's not really even a pitch. It's basically how much money are you losing from missed calls and uh, people slipping through the cracks, right? Yep. That's like my main focus. And when you do, it's very easy math for them. If they have it all, well, actually, they won't usually know their lifetime value. But if you could help them to compute that, then be super conservative on it. Yeah. So if they say it's ten thousand or twenty thousand, you say, okay, let's say five, and you're like, all right, so five thousand is your lifetime value, and you're missing twenty clients a month. How much is that? Oh, you're losing twenty thousand, twenty. Well, no, that's uh, two hundred thousand months, whatever. So once they figure that out, then you're like, okay, so my my program is five thousand and five hundred. It's a no-brainer for them, you know. Yeah. So whatever the math is, they, even with someone has a really low lifetime value, like our gym is only like a seven hundred because we're a newer gym, okay. seven hundred dollar lifetime value, but we were missing twenty clients a month. Wow. So it's it's easy. It's an easy easy resource. So can I ask you a question? Please ask. Okay, dude. You're, you're so I'm at this stage now. Things are growing. And uh, my plan has been do the system for them. So if you look at go high level, there's like a, above the line, below the line. So what I tell them, I want you to stay above the line. I'll stay below the line. Yep. We'll build your system out. Then you can play above the line. If you need something below the line, let us know. Yep. All right. That's worked out great so far. But it does put a lot of weight on me in building out the processes that I'm building. Yeah. So you, you're a guy who's built out SaaS. So I would, I'm moving away from all of that systemization to a more true SaaS model where it's like, hey, there's four key things we're going to do for them. But I know that if they start getting into the system, they're going to see all these things that they're going to need. So how have you, when you're providing such a robust service, kept clients pleased with the systems that they got that you delivered and maybe set up for them, mm -hmm. but not got into the weeds of ending up being a website builder and all these other pieces that people want, but kept them from going somewhere else that might say, oh, use this, use WordPress or use something else. How have you done that? Yeah, that's good. So we focus entirely on basic businesses. Okay. So they don't need anything fancy. Okay. And I talk, it's like, we're going from like an F score in marketing to like a C. Okay. We're not shooting for A's. Okay. And so the, uh, the degree of ex it, it, so much is caught up with I, I put in these three buckets if, if you show up and mm -hmm. somebody's looking for you right if you look uh, we'd like to say if you look so good that they feel silly not reaching out yeah and then if you're fast to respond you'll hit capacity yeah for most basic businesses okay that makes it, sense right yeah. and so the um, within those components they don't have to get fancy because they get to capacity Okay. So they're not pushing like, I need to try a different builder or something like that because truly simple messaging on a website, a chat, just the, as much accessibility as possible. Yeah. yeah. That's the attractive part. It, it, it's not fancy. It's like, oh, you are a plumber and you're yeah. a good plumber and it's easy to reach out to you. Done. Uh, you know, you've got enough reviews that you might even look like you're the best. The funny thing, we, we've, we've come into this, uh, you know, some, some places we're like, wow, we're multiples above second place now. Mm. For customers, it's just automating review requests. Right, right. 
And so when you're like, oh, you have 300 five-star reviews and uh, second place is 60, right? there's Which, no contest. Yeah. So for us, because basic businesses, for them, all that it, it feels like leads are always coming in. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's the thing that many people looking at this platform don't realize is, is how powerful closing the gap, I call it getting frictionless, and then hacking the traffic, yeah. which is, you know, people already going on Google looking for them. Yeah, exactly. And so if, if, those, if you do those three things, then it's like you're already going to have more business than you had before yep. without running any ads. No, exactly. And it's, there are more mature business problems that can be solved by high level. That's just not the play that we do because right. it tends to be more of what you're describing there is you either say, hey, you stay above the line, I'll carry below the line, but then it's pretty intense managed service provider is yeah. kind of the role that, that fits there. Yeah. And um, and then you just know that they're inherently growing to a place where complexity is required or desired. Yeah. And I'd say like that'd be like our businesses. People ask like, do we run all of our business on high level? And actually, I don't say surprisingly, we run the majority of our business on high level. Right. But there are other tools that we use. Right. Because at a certain level, you're like, you just have to make yeah. it get done. Or it's like, you know, we have separate business intelligence subscriptions that are just for reporting on business intelligence. Does high level do reporting? They absolutely do. But do they give me that degree of yeah. segmented, you know, user base and activity base? It's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. But most businesses don't need that. So, right. so either the use case is so focused that they're happy with it sitting in its lane, uh -huh. it's still justifiable. That's what I think about all the time too, is I, I get subscriptions like we have, and they just do like one thing. Right. Just business intelligence, like that's it. Yeah. Someday, I have no doubt, high level level up their, their reporting and business intelligence, yeah. they'll be like, why do I even need that? But you're like, I have a, you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars a month, SaaS subscription. Mm -hmm. All it does is take data from Stripe, Yep. pair it with some other variables we give it, and yep. like display it to us. I, I just invested, I won't yeah, mention the name, but I just invested in a company to do the same for my, because I, I want better optics on my KPIs. Sure. And so I need that, and uh, yeah, I totally I, get it. Yeah. I actually, there, there's two There's two major ones. I'm not not against to tell you who we use. We use Bear Metrics. Okay. Is, uh, um, we're using Chart Mobile? I'm using, I'm actually using uh, a smaller one okay. called uh, Consolidata. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't probably do as much as what yours does, but it has the Stripe API integration and I can get the data from uh, from uh, Go High Level. So we're, I haven't started building all the stuff on it. No, it's cool. From my research, it seemed like a big solid option for- Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. Well, so maybe I was overlapping thinking some different stuff about it, but same idea. How can you visualize this in the data? And you're like, oh, I'll pay for something separate just to visualize and get insights into it. And yeah. so, but yeah, that's that's- that's for us, for on the SaaS player, we focus on simple, basic. So, so one more question. Uh, you hear where I'm at. Um, I've had success in the past. Yeah. Um, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to look for what I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what am I not seeing? What, what, what would you say to a guy in my stage, uh, doing okay, big aspirations, but uh, also recognize there, there could be things that I'm not seeing around the corner. So what? what what advice would you have for me? Yeah, uh, I, I guess I have a question. Why are you resistant to traffic? Why? I, I heard oh, that. Oh, from offering ads? No, oh, maybe I misinterpreted for running it for yourself. Maybe I misinterpreted. Maybe you were saying you don't want to offer managed traffic. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to offer managed traffic. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, then then I, I mis misheard or misinterpreted that. That's probably what it's going to be. Most of the time, like when you have traction, the secret is not a secret. It's do twice as much as what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, depending on what those activities are, it's 
easier or harder to do for us. We look at a month and look at our return on ad spend, right? And we literally just say double. Yeah, it was profitable. To the extent like it, it was acceptable, and yeah. we get to just say okay. And there's you know there's sort of a process there where you might increase it by thirty percent every four days or something like that. But like yeah. it's a very easy decision process. Yeah. Conversely, if all of my traffic was VA's cold DMing. Mm-hmm. It was great. You still the same thing. You'd be like, double it. Now hiring twice as many people is a lot more complex. Okay. Than just running more ads. Than just adding, you know, more ad yeah. spend to it. So that's where you know, of like the levers of how you can grow. Um, it's just a little bit simpler when you're looking at those things that are very high leverage. Yeah, I appreciate that feedback because in my last business, we spent about a million bucks on Facebook ads in. 2016. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the end, we just didn't get the conversion rate high enough. You know, there. Now, one of the interesting things is I look back at that business and I was touching nearly every sale because I was a speaker and I was, yeah. you know, and so I love this business because it has the ability for me to go hire some sales reps. Yeah. And they can sell this for me. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm working on a couple guys right now, training them up. Hopefully they can get them going. Um, but I appreciate the encouragement to, to figure out paid ads. I think that's uh, something I just got to make it a commitment to do and, and reinvest the monies that we're making in, in growth. Yeah. Or any, anybody, I guess what I'd say is it's traffic. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. You'll never sell more than the number of people who know you exist. Sure. That's like your true ceiling. Yeah. If, you, if they don't know you exist, there's a zero chance they'll yeah. buy from you. Yeah. So it's an always challenge is how do I increase awareness of my brand or of my offer and paid advertising is just very high leverage. Now you get people do this, you know, other side of not paid, they just do content. Yeah. Yeah. And you just double down on content and publish, publish, you know, and you could, you could do outbound. So those are like inbound strategies. You go outbound, you can double down on outbound. So it's not, it's not that it has to be paid. It is that it needs to be traffic, right? And it's just that paid happens to be very high leverage. Very high level, yeah. Which makes which is kind of the goal of this business. Last business we had twenty seven employees. I wouldn't mind being able to do the same kind of revenue with five to seven, sir. And uh, so that I, I like that. Um, well, the exchange is money is a replenishable asset. Right. Time is not replenishable. Yeah. And so that's that's the interesting thing about it because with paid ads we get arrangements where it's actually paying us we're getting a positive return on investment. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. It's just beautiful in terms of that type of leverage versus any other a lot of their strategies do require more time yeah. either creating the content, editing the content, team around it, or even outbound reach outs, whatever it might be. And so I'm not sure I found a higher leverage because I guess because the leverage is a replenishable asset. Right. It feels like you've got, and it's like a if you had a solar powered car just driving in the sun always. Right. You're like, I don't have to run out of steam. So, so with that last business, we noticed that you know obviously ad ad processes die out over time or or whatever, and so you know, and I appreciated some of the content that was provided today, different ideas of looking at that in different ways. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, Frank Hearn and talking about that. Um, so I, I, I'm, uh, I think the que- the other question I'd have then is. Uh, really finding that person, would you say that's something that, uh, or, or that, that team or whatever, would you look at someone in my stage externally, would you go to the Philippines and just vet out people and hire someone that you feel really qualified, maybe run three people at a time and test them on some minimal ad spend, any suggestions yeah. for, 
for a guy starting out doesn't have a ton of money to yeah. lose right off the bat. So I, I like that in general, just the hire multiple people, test them and see who you rise to the top. That's a great strategy. Yeah. So in everything, right, you'll get you'll get great results from that. Um, yeah, with in ads and creative. I have seen, my experience has been, uh, best experience has been looking for referrals. Okay. You can find someone who's like, hey, this is who I use. Right. And they're great. Okay. And when you actually get that, and you, and like, you can talk use case and make sure like, hey, this yeah. is what I'm trying to do, you know, um, and set expectations. And, and those have been, have been the most happy with. And we've tried um, in-house, outsourced, freelance, and right now, and my favorite is so we've got like our in-house folks maybe manage the process or the vision. Okay. But it's actually outsourced teams, agents. Like we hire agencies. Agencies that are run. primarily doing paid ads. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. okay. you can find like we'll even get specialists. Like we're running uh, like challenge ads. So that's just a, a yeah. vehicle for that. And I'm like, oh, I want someone who knows how to absolutely pack out challenges. Okay. And so that's who we got running those ads. Okay. Because so, some stuff like retargeting, you should just do it yourself. You okay. can do that yourself. Okay. Okay. So, so the agency has a guy that, that really knows challenges. Is that what you're saying? Or you just this, found, an, you this found a guy? This agency is specialized in yeah. ads for challenges. Okay. Got you. All right. So think of it like a process standpoint. Like that's all they do. Right. They understand the, they understand the, you know, the, the, the similar sort of like persona, the engagement, yeah. the types of comments that you'd get. And so, yeah, yeah it's made it a lot simpler. Yeah. Awesome, man. Man, full of wisdom. Appreciate it. Yeah. Love, love your company, what y'all are up to, and uh, look forward to talking some more sometime. Yeah, thanks for sitting down, Matthew. All right, thank you, Matt.